0: Welcome to the Littler CPRA podcast, helping you better understand the impact of the California Privacy Rights Act on employers. Welcome everybody to our podcast series focused on the California Privacy Rights Act or CPRA. My name is Philip Gordon. I'm a shareholder in Littler's Denver office and I co-chair the firm's privacy and background checks practice group. I'm joined today by my fellow shareholder, Zoe Argento. So why don't we think about what is the action plan for 2021, keeping in mind that the compliance date, the effective date of the CPRA is still over a year and a half away. Uh, What are some of the steps employers realistically can take now, notwithstanding that distant compliance deadline? So I think the starting point is building a CPRA compliance team. Uh, It's going to require a team effort to get all of the compliance steps done. Phil, so who should be on that project team? So the team is likely going to need need to be very cross-disciplinary. For almost all businesses, this law, the compliance project is going to require addressing both HR data and consumer or website user data. So on the one hand, you'll have HR, senior HR leaders, uh, in-house employment counsel, probably the administrators for some of the HR databases, then also someone from IT to address the information security aspect of the CPRA, then going over to the consumer side someone from marketing, maybe business unit leaders who understand the company's data collection on that side of the information processing field. So it's going to be a big team, although it could be broken down into sub teams that will address different sub issues within their sphere of expertise. Another key step in 2021 and always is information security. As we all know from reading the papers, there's an ongoing risk of security breach and focusing on the security of HR data is always a good idea given given the sensitivity of that information. Data retention is going to be an important part of CPRA compliance. In my experience, businesses really struggle over putting in place their data retention schedules, developing the schedules, actually implementing them. And then of course you have the purge rule, which also is going to be a challenge. It will no longer be the case that organizations can just let data sit in storage um, and quote unquote, gather dust. Next is inventorying the locations of HR data the burdensome nature of some of these rights, particularly the right for specific pieces of information. If an organization doesn't know where that information is located, it will struggle to respond to the request. So starting that inventory process now is a good idea. Next is technology. There are a lot of vendors out there trying to capitalize on the CPRA compliance endeavor and your organization should consider taking advantage of some of the new technologies that are coming out. So Phil, before we go on to the next point, how can technology help employers with their CPRA compliance? And I asked because you were saying there's a lot of technology out there on the market that's being advertised as kind of the solution for this, but what might actually be helpful to employers? Yeah, I, and I don't think there's going to be one single technology solution, but I do think that there are different technologies that will address different aspects of the CPRA. So, for example, there's there's software out there helping with meeting the notice requirement, tracking who has received notices, the different versions of the notice. There's also software that is designed to help companies manage uh, responding to rights rights requests by individuals, making sure timing requirements are met, helping to track relevant data, identifying applicable exceptions. And then a the last good example of where technology can really support compliance is data retention and particularly uh, complying with the purge rule that Quabina mentioned and implementing automated destruction of data when the purpose for collection has expired. Uh, Two more items to be thinking about in 2021. One is inventorying your organization's vendors that receive HR data and getting them on the radar for amendments to existing service agreements when it gets a little bit closer to 2023. And then for those new vendors with which your organization is just now negotiating an agreement, it makes sense to include CPRA language in the current agreement rather than uh, closing that agreement and then having to revisit the agreement on January 1, 2023, when the CPRA goes into effect. And last point, uh, watch for other state law developments because they may add to the overall compliance project and will just be a lot easier getting it all done at one time uh, rather than in a piecemeal nature. That concludes today's episode. Please join us again on our next podcast in this series as we continue to discuss the CPRA. Thanks for listening.